and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Welcome to the Rush Soccer Club Development Series. I'm your host, Nick Penn, Executive Director of Rush Soccer. We'll be focusing on specific areas of club development within the Rush. The goal is to use Rush leaders from across the US to help share ideas and advice on best practices of the Rush way. Let's get into it. You're listening to the Rush Soccer Club Development Series with your host, Nick Penn, the Executive Director of Rush Soccer, exclusively on the Rush Podcast. Uh, well, Neil, Chris, uh, Nicole, thanks for joining us. Uh, we're going to do a podcast here on the HR and administration and um, some of the fun stuff that we have to do in the soccer clubs to keep us ticking over. So we'll start off right away. We'll start off with Chris uh, as our human resources manager for all of Rush Soccer. Um, do you have a life hack that you use for like managing HR or bookkeeping or the calendars that you can share with us all? Well... You know, I think it just kind of comes down to, you know, the devil's in the details, isn't it? And so at the end of the day, you just have to create a process and, and a routine and, and then stick to it. Uh, it's so easy uh, to to maybe sweep those those smaller things aside. Uh, but at the end of the day, you, you do need really great record keeping. Um, so I just find that I, I set time aside on my calendar. It's just that simple. I just book the time out and I force myself to do it because like most of us, it's not the, the enjoyable part of, of my job description. Yeah, very good. I know uh, a lot of uh, guys at Rush Soccer use uh, Google Calendar, so that helps keep everybody in check. I know it does for me for sure. Uh, Neil, what about you? You've um, been uh, executive director for a while. I know this is uh, you've moved over to Rush recently, so maybe some stuff from Rush and from previous that uh, you'd like to share. You know, I think I've learned a lot <laughs> of, of things that I didn't know. I guess I didn't realize how much I know uh, until moving over. Uh, so for me, it's really been about keeping, I, I, I keep lists. I keep track of everything. I uh, try to keep multiple uh, areas so I'm not reliant upon one. You know, technology has been, is wonderful, but it doesn't always, doesn't always work and save us. So, you know, I'm still a big believer in if you tell me something, I, I jot it down and I just keep lists everywhere. And so that's really my, my hack to keep myself on track, I guess, is uh, the, the power and the feeling of when you cross something off your to-do list uh, feels good. It still feels good. So, you know, that, uh, I, I, I think that even though we've got things saved in Google or in Gmail and whatnot, we're just the ability to cross it off your, your, your pe- old pen and paper list is, is what <laughs> that's great. I'm, the coaching side of things, I still write my sessions out on a napkin. Um, if I've got some time, I'll do it on the fancy uh, iPad program. But you know what? You can't be put it down on the napkin and stuff it in your pocket before the session starts. Um, all right, let's move on. Nicole, <laughs> let's go with you. Um, tell us some things that, um, that you've had maybe hurdles in that you've overcome to save everybody else from the grief of uh, uh, experiencing it. Yeah, sure. So we joined Rush maybe five years ago. Um, and I think one of the things that's just been super helpful is getting to know people within Rush and just trying to save yourself time and not being anxious to reinvent the wheel. Because chances are, if you're looking for something, especially in Rush with the, um, the rip drive that we have, chances are it already exists. So if you can get your hands on it and then put your own spin on it, um, that would be my advice to save your own time. And then just, you know, think 
the sooner you can think big picture and what your five-year goals are um, and kind of work backwards from there, I think will help you in your club kind of reach their vision as, as quick as they can. I've, uh, I agree with the, the plan for sure. It's something that I'm working on to try and put together for help, help everybody out here. We've got all this lovely intellectual property and all these great ideas, but you need to know where you're going for sure. And what about you, Neil? Um, other than your Google Drive breaking down, what other things have maybe you'd learned from or hurdles you had to overcome? Um, I think that, I mean, we, we've had some acquisition type groups with other, with other clubs and trying to bring them in and try to, you know, fit the, uh, I guess the square peg in the round hole. And, and so it's uh, for, for us, the, the hurdles that we've had to overcome is to realize that different demographics and different, different customers might require a different product. Um, so what, you know, one size doesn't fit all. And, and then really what's been reassuring for us is to know that you, you're going to make mistakes. So it's going to happen at some point. And, you know, looking back on some of those things now that might have seemed big hurdles at the time, when I look back on them now, I'm like, really, that wasn't that big of a hurdle. And especially given, I guess, our current climate, right, the things we're facing right now, um, it kind of puts things in perspective that, you know, these what might seem to be a big hurdle isn't actually. And so that's, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't signify some specifics, but more of that, I guess, looking back on our past, that some of the things that might have been a big issue at the time are not really big issues. You just got to keep moving forward and, and plugging along and, and not be... Don't be yeah, scared to absolutely. ask Absolutely, I know. Um, we all need help. Probably in, I might guess, in every single podcast, this is the eighth one we've done so far, somebody said that, well, one size doesn't fit all, uh, which is uh, the awesome part of Rush. We did uh, the one on membership, and we got Alaska Rush, where Lux's nearest club is 800 miles away. And then you've got Wisconsin, where you guys have got uh, Ben and Nicole and five other groups all in the same area. So that understanding one size fits all is awesome. Um, all right, let's go to the next bit. So, Chris, this is probably right up your alley here. So, <laughs> like, with compliance to state and federal law, like, um, what are some of the resources that you know or you can share or you can advise people to use that you've had some success with? Sure. Uh, well, of course, Google is our friend now, isn't it? I, I mean, anymore, we just don't even need to take two seconds to think about anything, and, and we can just throw it in the search engine and, and come up with, with a ton of information right away. Um, but, gosh, both federal and state sites are, are great. And uh, while sometimes the information can be a little bit cumbersome, uh, I always make sure for myself personally that I kind of fact check back with um, the actual, you know, whether it's the Department of Labor or the EEOC. Um, but some other things um, would be, first off and foremost, uh, your handy HR director, myself. Uh, I have a lot of resources available to me. I have a national uh, HR consulting firm called Think HR, and they have just a phenomenal uh, library of templates and forms, um, as well as guidance. Uh, I can even call them and ask questions. So there's probably really nothing uh, that Think HR, along with myself and, and any of the clubs together, couldn't find some guidance on. So there's a lot of resources uh, within and outside of Brush. That's awesome. And yeah, I know I lean on you a lot. So uh, kdowns at rushsoccer.com is your, uh, your friend. Um, Nicole, slightly sort of different question, but because you're right on the border there in Minnesota, I'm sure there's some things that happen in one state uh, in Minnesota that happens in Wisconsin or doesn't. Have you, uh, is there stuff that you have to do being on a state line there that 
you have to worry about or you've overcome? Um, that's an inter- interesting question. We also have Iowa too, which is about 40 minutes south of us. Um, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I would just kind of reiterate what Chris said. Um, and definitely like at the local level, obviously you're going to know yourself more than Chris might, but she'll be able to point you in the right direction. But for me, just being able to make sure that I surround myself with the right people um, locally, making sure I get board members in the right seats. Um, we have an accountant from a professional accounting firm on our board, a business attorney, um, medical people that work in the health field, which has been huge right now to have all of those people in the right seat in our club during this time, helping us file for PPP and um all of that kind of stuff. So definitely use Chris as much as you can and then have people locally that can support you as well. Yeah, that's uh, you reiterated that we had the governance call uh, with Tim and then Lee Riley from Idaho and Michael Suits from Missouri. And they talked a lot about the importance of having that knowledge on the board. So that that's, wraps it around really nicely. All right, uh, next question here. Let's uh, go with you, Neil. Um, when it comes to creating a positive work culture, what's your philosophy? Um, you know, I think that letting everybody have a voice. And, uh, you know, we've got everybody comes from a different background and uh, different insight. So it's making everybody on your team feel that they're a valued member of it and listening to them. I think the, the ability to listen to people, uh, not just wait to be heard. Right. Uh, you know, there's a big difference between waiting to be heard and, and, and actually listening and absorbing. So enabling the folks on my team to to participate in the direction and guidance of the organization as a whole, uh, because I think that, you know, that it's a brain trust. Now, no, nobody does this solo. We're not doing it on our own. Uh, we've, we, so getting the input and then making educated collective decisions uh, makes for a much better team culture than than operating in silos or trying to do it all on your own. It also takes the pressure off, right? And many big decisions that we make, we make it as a collective whole. Uh, and everybody had input and they're going to be much more invested in whatever that direction is that we're choosing to go in collectively. Yeah, that's uh, some great thoughts there. Uh, Chris, what about you? Like this is your wheelhouse, yeah? Human resources and uh, uh, the the work culture side of things. What would be some of your philosophies and recommendations? Yeah, well, and I think I think Neil did a great job of, of hitting on it. I mean, it really does come down to communication and that stems from just mutual respect, right? And I think once you do uh, take everybody's perspective into consideration and then you do what's good for the collective whole, right? Uh, so, you know, if, if I were to be creating best practices and I did the uh, the time off practice that, that best suited Nick Penn, um, but I chose a dental plan that, that Neil needed um, or whatever the case may be. Um, that's not really creating a collective whole for everybody. Um, so I think you do need everyone's perspective and I think you weigh it out and um, collectively make some, some good decisions that, that work the best for all. Yeah, you need uh, that one in charge, but you need the buy-in of everyone. Um, all right, last question there. And this is Nicole, let's hit to you then. Um, who shaped you as your leader and what are some of the things that um, you loved about that person that made them who you are today? Wow, that's a really big question. Um, hard to just kind of give one person credit. I think leader, 
your leadership style is something that you always continue to evolve, whether you're looking at others and taking things you like or looking at others and making sure you don't repeat things that you're not so fond of. Um, but for me, in Rush specifically, um, kind of helping me be a leader in Rush Wave mentality, um, Matt Saul starting the mentor program was really big for me. Um, it just really allowed me to st- kind of get into the network of Rush and start connecting pe- with people like Lila from Phoenix Rush, who was my mentor, um, Brian Lux, who brought me into Rush Select, and I got to work with Matt Middlestat, who's one of the national technical directors, and learn a lot of awesome stuff about Rush from those guys. And then here, just at Rush Wisconsin West, um, surrounded by a really great leadership team, Scott our president and Janella, our director of ops. And then of course I gotta, I gotta bring it on home and give probably credit to both of my parents for just being awesome role models growing up. Wonderful. We've got a whole good selection there for sure. What about you, Neil? Um, I know you grew up uh, overseas and then come this way. So is there any, anybody out there that's really shaped you? You know, I think it was interesting to hear uh, Nicole's pitch on that because there's, I think we're surrounded by different opportunities and mentors and we need them in our lives. Um, you know, ones that are closest to me, I think would I'd highlight my parents, uh, you know, my, uh, specifically with my dad. Uh, I mean, he played at soccer at a really high level in Man City and, and Tottenham uh, back before they even invented color. Um, it was the gray team versus the gray team on TV when we, when we watched them back then. But they, you know, his influence on me and just my work ethic in general, you know, we talk about leadership. I'm not sure he was that type uh, uh, off the field. He was a very quiet person, but it was definitely somebody that was outspoken and um, forthcoming on the field. And then, you know, keeping it close to home, I've had many mentors over the years, but my go-to and just kind of my, my keeps me grounded. And I'd have to say my wife. Uh, and so now I'm not going to be able to let her listen to this podcast. Uh, but, you know, the influence that she continues to have on me on a daily basis and just keeping me grounded and, and guidance and have that sounding board has just been uh, just, I couldn't put a value on it. Uh, so, you know, yeah, I think the, the folks closest to us have a huge influence, but also I, I like the fact that this in this community, there's opportunities for learning and guidance in any direction you look at. So, you know, I think that, uh, I, I would say that, right? So family, uh, but also the, those folks every day that we talk to very within good, the community. Good. And then how about Chris, uh, maybe not the on-field, you know, technical coaching out there, but uh, still a leader for us for sure. So um, who shaped you? Well, you know, kind of like everyone else, it's it's been a collection of coworkers, employees, and bosses, good and bad, along the way. Um, that's kind of helped me continue to to reframe and develop who I am as as a leader and, and hopefully just as as a parent, a friend, right, a coworker. Um, I certainly rely to me as much on my peers as as I do my supervisors. Um, and then I maybe the other thing is um, I'm just an utter podcast junkie and in so into anything leadership driven or motivational. And there's so many great podcasts out there. Um, that I listen to truly several times a week and just kind of gather new ideas and get inspired. 
Oh, yeah, that's great. Well, hopefully this one goes on your list to listen to for sure. Uh, I know for me, there's uh, some experiences as well help drive me. Maybe not. I don't know. It might not be the person, but just watching or hearing or recognizing, uh, having the experience of somebody doing something or seeing something or doing something to me that have gone, you know what? Uh, that's not who I want to be. Or, hey, that's exactly who I want to be. So for me, people and experiences are huge. Um, well, appreciate your time, guys. This is awesome. Um, we are hoping to do a second series after this. So maybe we'll get you back on and uh, chat some more uh, in a few weeks' time. So uh, Nicole from Wisconsin West and Neil from Georgia and Chris from Rush Soccer, thank you so much. And um, hopefully you guys uh, listen to the other podcasts and we help each other out some more. Thanks for listening to the Rush Soccer Club Development Series. I was your host, Nick Penn, Executive Director of Rush Soccer. Be sure to like and follow our page to stay updated on all our latest podcasts. If you have something specific you would like to be covered in this series, please feel free to reach out. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we look forward to sharing more thoughts and advice next time. You're listening to the Rush Soccer Club Development Series with your host, Nick Penn, the Executive Director of Rush Soccer, exclusively on the Rush Podcast Network.